0: What do you say we start the show there, Raymond? Sounds great to me. The Simple Minds Sports Show, that is. Uh, We'll start off with opening take. Seeing as mine is still boiling around in my brain, deciding which way to go, why don't we uh, kick it over to you for your opening take uh, for these Friday headlines?
1: Uh, Thank you, Richard. Uh, This week, Steph Curry is now the all-time three-point maker in NBA history, and people are announcing announcing and saying that he is the next GOAT, and he is one of the best basketball players of all time. And I say, nay-nay. No, sir. He is just a great all-around shooter. That's all he is. If you were starting a franchise today, he would not even be in my top 10. This guy is just one of the best shooters in the NBA, and that's it. Give him the uh, tip of the cap, and that's about it. But don't announce that he's the GOAT or one of the top three players of all time. Please, just stop that nonsense right now.
0: He's got to be up there. He's got to be on the list. He's got to be in the conversation because a uh, uh, couple things, three things. Number one, he's not just a great – he's the best shooter in the NBA he has to be crowned that he's the best shooter in the nba though in the history of the nba the way that the, he the, okay enough said you know that number 2 um he transformed the game the same way jordan transformed the game he
1: meant ruin the year. well
0: we think he ruined it but for the kids for the kids he transformed it into what the nba is today and three he's won a lot he's won a lot these aren't empty
1: With Thompson, well this Kevin is why he's Durant. not
0: This is why I'll give you he's not in that stratosphere of Jordan and LeBron and um, Wilt and, you know, and Kareem and, and, you know, the conversation of who's the greatest basketball player of all time. Steph can't be there because he can't carry a team the way those other guys did the way that he played. And just because he's a point guard and he's small no point guard in the history of the nba has been able to do that and I'll even i'll give you even oscar robinson who's probably the best point guard in the history of the nba all around so yeah he can't be in that category of goat because he doesn't have the skill set to do it but greatest shooter uh, oh, yeah. one sure of, of the greatest time. players of all time um you know a transformative figure in the nba yeah he's all he's all is in that list he's in that top whatever Five, ten, whatever, wherever you want to put him, we can have that conversation. But yeah, no, he's not in the Jordan conversation. Absolutely not. Mm
1: -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. okay, your opening take.
0: I'll go with my opening take. Um, (laughs) I really don't have one, so I'll I'll kind of repeat what I said on the Wednesday show a little bit uh, because I fucked up releasing that, and I don't know how many people actually got to listen to it. And it'll, it'll be football regarding the Patriots and the AFC and if you listen to sports radio right around boston you would think that the patriots have mopped up on the likes of the jets in every single one of their wins this year and based on last weekend it made me change my mind going in from that 6-7 game win streak that the patriots are on i thought yeah a lot of that you know those teams were not the best in the in, in the nfl but then last weekend, the Chargers showed me something. The Ravens were competing with their backup quarterback. The Colts, uh, uh, the Colts were obviously still there. But the Browns won. Um, the Chiefs came back to life, put up 48 points on the Raiders. So, like, my point is the league is what it is. And those AFC teams that the, that the Patriots have beaten are the representative of the AFC. And the, mostly the representative of the league. I mean, you want to put the Bucks and the Packers above those, fine. But even at this point, the Rams and the Cardinals, I think you can bunch up with those AFC teams. It's just an inconsistency across the league, and the fact that the Patriots beat the Chargers, the Browns, the Bills. You have to give credit to the Patriots and just say you're just you're at that top echelon. You're a top five team in the league, like we've gone over, based on the schedule that you've played. And yeah. I and I think that over the past couple of weekends, the AFC has kind of proved that based on the way that a lot of teams have played. Number one, the chargers. I didn't think the chargers were that good. I thought that, uh, they might've been on that. Uh, in that list of dead teams that the Patriots make dead and the mm-hmm. Browns too. And they've kind of hung around. Right. So the, both those teams have kind of showed me something that they weren't just layups that the Patriots killed. They, uh, they've been sticking around in Tennessee. How can I forget Tennessee? They're back too. So, um, you know, I I just think it's a representative team and we will wait and see what the Mac Jones show is all about. Let me give you Bill's headlines uh, or opening take uh, the Patriots will come out throwing the shit out of the ball in Indianapolis market first play five wide. We've seen that before from the Patriots. Uh, the fact that for two weeks, all we've heard was they didn't let Mac throw the ball. All he got was three reception. All he got was three pass attempts. They will come in Indianapolis and he will throw 50 fucking times just mm-hmm. to prove somebody wrong. If it, if it lets them win the Patriots win, I mean, uh, so watch out for the Mac Jones show uh, comes Saturday night, prime time, Saturday night uh, in Indianapolis show rundown. Of course, we'll be talking about those page. Patriots Colts game on Saturday. Are there two games Saturday? Is there an early game? Yeah,
1: uh, Raiders Browns.
0: Raiders Browns. Oh, it's going to be shitty. Okay. Uh, well, we'll be talking about the Patriots and the Colts for sure, obviously. We'll be taking a look at the Celtics. Uh, they looked like a top four team in the East. Good for you, Ray, for putting that in the email. Wow, that's big of you that's big of you eat that cookie uh click clack COVID is back hitting the sports world hard hitting all of the world hard and uh, where the fuck is this coming from by the way uh, we can get into it i don't know, i don't think we want to get back into the science china. of COVID. china <laughs> <laughs> uh the bruins everyone has covid protocol fuck really. and uh we'll talk about the simplest mind of the week hint hint he might be from jacksonville uh, other than that, this is the Simple Minds Sports Show Friday. Headline, December 17th. I'm fucking mailing dates. Uh, welcome to the show.
1: Happy birthday, Irene.
0: Today's Irene's birthday?
1: The 17th is her birthday. Yep. Young gal. Tits out.
0: <laughs> I can't get my shirt off because my because my hat's on too tight, <laughs> but if I could, I'd be sure it's off for the show. So happy birthday, Irene. And if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize, but please uh, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, do the same. Subscribe, rate, review, and please tell your friends. Share it amongst uh, the masses. And as always, we are both representing the same hat, which is kind of dumb. We kind of we look like uh, idiots? tenors. Yeah, idiots, civil minds. That's What's why. a
1: tenor? Isn't a tenor a guy that does acapella?
0: Yeah. But they wear like the same outfit. That was the joke.
1: I don't have a Canadian tuxedo on.
0: Okay. <laughs> How do you know what pants I'm wearing?
1: <laughs> you're jeans kind of guy. Oh, those sweats? No,
0: well, they're jeans. Oh, they're stretchy jeans. My wife bought them for me. Because <laughs> you're fat. <laughs> yeah, I'm fat. Uh, uh If, if you want to get fat too, head on down to the best uh, crap <laughs> brewery in New Hampshire, National New Hampshire, Ray Dress, Place or 60 amherst street that's white birch brewing the good side of amherst street get on down there uh slug some calories whatever in your 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 choice uh triple ipa sour porter whatever you want it's a good beer drinking season uh get on down there watch some football in their uh tap room if you can't get down there get at your local beer store wherever you get it tell them the simple minds boys sent you white birch brewing patriots colts raymond I'll start with your questions because I know you, I, you wrote the email and I'll go through them. But let me just ask you, uh, is this now – oh, God. Well, I don't know why you shave your head.
1: No, I don't either. Go on. <sighs>
0: uh, is this now the – after we've gone through the wind bowl in Buffalo, was that the greatest test or is this the greatest test or is next week against Buffalo the greatest test for the Patriots? Next this week.
1: Season. Next week against the Bills. At home against the Buffalo Bills that will be a proven game that will be the one the deciding factor for the AFC East that will be for everything that next week's game is the big one
0: okay tell me why the tell me why the colts are not the big one why are they not as uh, much of a, a, as an opponent as the bills or as uh, uh, because we killed them, them
1: many years ago when they first did deflate gate and since then bills had a vendetta i believe we've won the last seven meetings against the colts they haven't beat us since about 2009ish that's so, not yeah. fourth and 2 Yep, yeah, so that's the last time the uh, Colts actually competed against the, the New England Patriots. So, yeah, this is a joke franchise. I have they, They're going to do nothing. They're going to try to run the ball down our throat. Ain't going to happen. Carson Wentz is a boob. This is going to be a joke of a game. Patriots roll. That's what I think. And that's why I think the Bills game is going to be a bigger test the following week because now we're going to have Josh Allen, no wind problems. He's going to be able to air it out. He's going to be able to run as long as his uh, turf toe uh, lets him run. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I think Bills Patriots is the one to watch out for.
0: Yeah, um, well, I agree with you on the bigger tests. The Bills are going to be out for blood, certainly. Um, but if the Patriots win, it doesn't matter. If the Patriots beat the Colts. That Bills game doesn't really fucking matter as long as the Patriots take care of business against the Jaguars in Miami. They'll have the division. So just win on Saturday and you're good. Um, that being said, I like that you. I like that you go straight to the Homer. Um, nostalgic factor that the Colts have not won in 12 years against the Patriots, which is kind of pathetic when you had arguably, no, not arguably the best quarterback recruit out of uh, college football since Peyton Manning and the luck. And uh, the last time you were competitive, you walked in here in the AFC championship game and lost 45 to seven with deflated balls in the first half, inflated balls in the second half. Didn't really matter. Didn't matter. Uh, and now you're back to contention And Yeah, so to to, to answer your question, so I'll, I'll read off a couple of things that you have here. Uh, obviously, the Patriots are going to focus on Jonathan Taylor and that running game from the Colts. Jonathan Taylor leads every rushing category going into week 15. He's got 1,348 yards, 5.6 yards per carry and 16 touchdowns. Um, that offensive line is one of the best offensive lines in the league everybody believes that the Patriots will go into this looking to stop the run and make Carson Wentz beat them. I was texting with you and bill the other day. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I would expect to see kind of a game plan. Like we saw against Tennessee where they give up five or six yards per carry. Hopefully not the big one, hopefully not the 70 yarder for a touchdown. That's probably not in their game plan, but there they are going to defend against the play action pass and the big play. And let Jonathan Taylor run up and down the field from 20 to 20 and then make Carson Wentz beat them in the red zone. That's been their strategy for a lot of for a lot of years. They've won a lot of football games that way. You just have to then rely on Mac Jones in the offense not to kick five field goals and maybe get a couple touchdowns out of those red zone possessions. Do you agree or disagree that that's or are they going to stack the box with eight guys and let Carson Wentz beat them?
1: I believe they're going to stack the box. I think they're going to Bill's going to put it on Carson Wentz's hands, which I don't think he can do. He doesn't have the receivers like he used to have. Uh, well, Indy doesn't have the receivers like they used to have. Ty Hilton's old and a shell of himself. Uh, Zach Pascal is another one that's been leading the way, but it's not the same. Or uh, well, Pittman. Pittman. Pittman's Pittman is guy. also a big guy. Yeah, but they don't have the receivers. I mean, JC Jackson is probably going to go one on one against Pittman. You think? Maybe I think
0: they'll go zone. I think they'll, I think they'll probably they'll, play a they'll zone. switch
1: a lot, but you know, I don't, I just don't see that one breakaway talent guy. That's going to be like, Oh shit. if this guy gets a lot of receiving yards. We're done. I think Jonathan Taylor's the guy that builds being you know, like shit. If he gets 200 yards, we're fucked because a, they're going to run out the clock. They're going to have time of possession all day. If they have a good running game and B. He's just a fucking beast. That guy, Jonathan Taylor, is just a goddamn beast. And if you can slow that down, the momentum of the game slows down. Take the crowd out of it, and I think the Patriots will wrap it up like that.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't think that Bill, I don't, I don't think their defense is afraid of Jonathan Taylor running them out of the ball game. I mean, they'll, they'll let as long well, as they don't score it, touchdowns, they'll they let them run for three hundred fucking yards.
1: But yeah, but the time of possession. If you don't have the time of possession, you know how bad that's going to be, especially on the road.
0: Well, uh, so then now you have to rely on the offense. Like I said, so Bill's quasi my opening take. Uh, I'm not, I will not be surprised at all if the Patriots come out with their offense throwing the ball around. Now, are we going to see a 2007 Patriots offense throwing the ball around? No, of course not. You got a rookie quarterback back there, but we've seen him throw for 300 yards. We saw what he did against the Browns. The, the Colts passing defense is. Middle of the pack at best. They're good at turning the ball over, but this Patriots team is good at not turning the ball over. So what does the Colts defense look like where they can't get an interception or a fumble and they just have to get a stop? Can they get a stop? Can they get a big stop? Can they stop third and sixes or do they rely on turnovers? I think that they're susceptible um, to some passing plays. And I think the Patriots will take advantage of that. And I think that's the game that they want to play. I think they'll let Mac throw it. Of course, you know, Stevenson's going to touch the ball. We don't. Is Harris deemed in or out yet? With that uh, still um, hamstring,
1: questionable. still questionable. I'd be surprised. He was at the facility all during the bye week, like getting treatment and working out. So
0: I'd be sus- surprised to see a lot of Harris, honestly, with a hamstring like that. But even, but Stevenson is, you know, certainly uh, more than capable of handing the load. With that being said, if you're down a running back the way that they've been playing, then even more reason to throw the ball a little bit. So if you can throw and you can you know, collect the lead or you can score some points, whether it's a lead or not, if you can score some points, let Jonathan Taylor run up and down the field. It gives a fuck. It, yeah. you, you, but again, that is relying on your offense and relying on them to get into the red zone and score some points, which has been their problem um, this year so far. I think they'll move yeah. it up and down the field, but I, I don't know. Your point here is, is this a showcase for some McDaniel's trick plays, which we saw a ton of in the first half of the season? I would say, yeah. I think this is a. I think that you know this is a perfect time uh, to uh, to showcase some some trick plays in a dome on turf, perfect perfect conditions. Let's yeah. let's see. Uh, let's see another Jacoby Myers pass. Is he throwing the ball a lot this year? Maybe once or twice. I don't think, he's,
1: I don't think once this year.
0: Kendrick Bourne threw the one to Agler, right?
1: Kendrick Bourne did, yeah, but not. It hasn't been Jacoby Myers at all. Let's
0: let's see the college quarterback huck a couple, yeah?
1: You're going to see some end, end rounds I guarantee you, to get Kendrick porn involved early. I mean, especially if Damian Harris is a no-go and you're relying on uh, Brandon Bolden and uh, Ramadama Ding-Dong Stevenson because I believe J.J. Taylor's out with COVID. So, therefore, you're going to see a lot of trick plays. You're going to see the end-around. You're going to see some funky uh, lineups and formations. So, it's going to be an interesting game for sure with uh, McDaniels at the play calls
0: yeah um other than the Jonathan Taylor Thomas on uh the Colts Pittman's a big time playmaker so let's go back to the defense real quick ty Pascal Pittman who's their who's their tight end bill would know there's a jack Doyle they throw their tight ends a decent amount but Pittman's the big play guy mm-hmm. you think we see bracket cover like a classic bracket black the bracket coverage. Now uh, the rest of the league has been playing single high safety on the Colts stacking the box and, uh, and never going away from it. That's what we saw with the bucks. That's why it was a 38 to uh, 35 game or whatever, whatever it was. As soon as um, the bucks did not go away from single high safety stacking the box. They let Carson Wentz throw the ball a little bit. And although he had a fumble, two interceptions, <laughs> they still put up 35 points.
1: I just don't
0: is atrocious Tampa Bay secondaries atrocious. And I just don't see the Patriots being that dumb. Like I don't see them stacking the box with a single high safety and, and going one-on-one on the outside with Michael Pittman jr. That's not going to happen. Like they're either going to brag. Like, like I said, they'll let Jonathan Taylor run for 200 fucking yards and not let Pittman beat him on a 60 yard bomb. I just, I don't, they like playing single high safety in new England. They switch it up. Um, and you should expect to see a lot of that but if it's a passing situation they won't do that they'll mm-hmm. they'll give double coverage on Pittman and, and let JC Jackson do his best and don't let him beat you yeah. you know that i think that you'll you'll see a lot of that from the defense uh, well, i think i don't i don't honestly think the Colts are going to put up much of a fight do you i think i
1: think the patriots are going to have a really big early lead and that's just gonna take the whole wind out of their sails and I think it's gonna be game over early. Like second quarter, second quarter, seven minutes left. It's probably gonna be like twenty to nothing. And it's just gonna the whole is gonna have that momentum's gone. Everyone's not gonna be interested. It's a very boring stadium because they're not very football knowledgeable there in Indianapolis. I've been to a game there. A lot of uh, pink hats in that stadium. The only time they show up is when that team's good. And if this team starts getting rocked early, that, that stadium's not going to be interested at all.
0: How much stock do you put into the hard knock stuff? So the Colts uh, defense basically put out their, their game plan um, that they will Which be stacking the box. Idiots. <laughs> is it is it a double? Uh, is it a a double espionage type of move, though? Or are they, like, saying that to make them think they will, but then they will not let Mac Jones beat them? They'll just play a straightforward defense, or do you think they're just idiots? Idiots? <laughs>
1: you? What do you think?
0: No, they're idiots. Yeah.
1: Okay, great. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, they're fucking idiots. They're yeah. fucking idiots. The, <laughs> the, to come out there. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I just – I don't to, – to go back to my point, are the, are the Colts going to put up a uh, – you know, a fight against this team. I just see the Patriots winning handily, not 48 to 10, or you know, it's not a Jets game type of thing, but I can just see him winning winning by a touchdown, you know, and controlling the game. Yeah. Now, that being said, the only thing that does scare me a little bit is their coach, the Colts coach, Frank Reich, who beat the Patriots in the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl. That was not Peterson. He was the
1: offensive coordinator.
0: Yeah, and that's who beat him. Yeah. Brady threw for 500 fucking yards. It certainly wasn't the defensive coordinator. It was the offensive coordinator. Who do you think think called the Philly special? The quote-unquote illegal Philly special? Frank Reich. Wasn't it Jack Peterson or Jack Cousteau, whoever the fuck his name is? That guy flamed out. He he was the first guy to lose a Super Bowl and be gone in a year or a year and a half. He was out of there. No, Frank Reich is the real brains behind that. That offense and what they were doing. Offense. Nick Nick. That's
1: it, though. What are you going to do on defense? How are they going to stop Mac Jones in this role? Well, I,
0: I just laid out for you for 15 minutes that the Patriots are going to win handily. I just told you the no, one no, thing. No, I'm in- just
1: saying. I'm saying, yes, he might be an offensive minded guy, but that's not the same defense that you had in New England when you beat us in the Super Bowl. This is a totally different defense. second best defense in the NFL right now. A legit top. Five defense in the NFL right now. I don't think you can do the same stupid shit that you pulled in that Super Bowl that you can this year with the. Oh, Patriots. I understand. You're
0: saying the the Patriots defense in that 2017 What's Super Bowl. The greatest. No, yeah. this is this one's probably better. That's true. Yeah. And um, Big Dick Nick took Carson Wentz's job, so yeah. Edge yeah. him. Yeah. Those are some interesting connections. Nick Folk, really? Carson Wentz, seeing Carson Wentz again. Hey, I just don't have any faith in Carson Wentz. I would expect two, two, two turnovers from the Colts. If you can stay away from the turnovers, you're in pretty good shape. And uh, I just I just expect the Patriots to kind of control the game both ways. I don't think that the Patriots will have a lot of success running the ball. I think the front seven of the Colts is pretty good. Uh, but they'll keep them honest. They'll run for three yards of carry or whatever and continue to hand the ball off. But I expect Mac Jones to have a pretty decent game. And it just comes down to the Patriots' red zone. If they can score touchdowns instead of kicking field goals, they'll run away with it. Um, if they settle for field goals, it'll be a close game. Yep. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. And Final I prediction. Think, go ahead. Patriots <clears throat> uh, 28, Colts 20, and Matthew Judon knocks out Carson Wentz in the third
0: quarter. <laughs> That'd be a start on the season. hmm. <laughs> He's got to go down with a, like a ligament injury, though. He's a pretty good, big guy, so like he's got to do the knee or an elbow or something.
1: Oh, I think he's gonna knock him out. Cold. Blind side coming from the backside. I think Carson, Carson wants Wentz to is too him. dumb to be.
0: He's too dumb to be knocked out cold. He's got to oh. like tear something.
1: All right. Well, let's hope for a tear.
0: Who's the backup quarterback of the Colts?
1: I think it's Eason.
0: Okay, stop flicking your thing on the pen. On the, your table, it's making a bunch of noise. I'm not
1: flicking at anything,
0: <laughs> flicking your mother for her birthday. Please. Happy birthday! <laughs> uh, uh, I'll give you a final prediction of the Patriot. I gotta do my math. Uh, 40, Jesus Christ, 17, 20, uh, 21, 7, to uh. 27 to 20, 27 to 20. No. 27 and 19, Patriots.
1: So I have 28-20. You have
0: 27-19. Yeah, I'll take the under.
1: Will <laughs> we play prices right?
0: <laughs> I don't think I did that right. I don't want, I don't know what I think the Colts will score two touchdowns. They'll miss an extra point and a field goal. I think the Patriots will have two touchdowns and like three, maybe four field goals.
1: What the Fuck. I just got confused.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 13. uh, No, Colts will be 16. Patriots will be uh, 14, 17, 20, 23. 23, 16. uh, 23, 16. Patriots.
1: Okay. That's fine. Uh, Did you hear the other breaking news? Well, it's not really breaking news. Do you see who's going to be the guy hitting the thing that they have over there I did you know, tell the uh, listeners that'd be one Adam Vinatieri who used to play for the New England Patriots but finished his career in Indianapolis is going to be uh, Jim Irsay came out and said he's going to be the special guest ringing out some stupid thing that they hammer or something and Bill's mother is probably
0: hey come on years. Adam let's ring it let's really shove it in those
1: fucking let's show Donna man
0: we'll show, we'll show that guy Bill we'll show Bill Belichick who's boss mm-hmm. oh, come on man
1: hey Quinn what's up man
0: I uh, hate to, it's hard to hate on Adam and Terry. What if, I mean, I always wish that they paid him. Wouldn't it have been cool to see Adam and Terry played 20 years for the Patriots
1: side by side with uh, Tom.
0: That would nice. have been fun. That would have mm-hmm. been fun. Uh, he had, he had too much gall. Good for Adam. He went to a he said sackless money, franchise and uh, beat some records there. Um, all right. Well, that's Patriots talk. That's Patriots Colts stock, big Saturday game uh, coming up. So, Uh, Let's go past. Uh, Before we get into some Celtics and some Bruins coverage, we're going to kick it over to headlines with the obvious one.
1: Thank you, Richard. Uh, The New England Patriots travel to India to take on the Colts, as we've been talking about, at 8.30 Saturday night. As of now, the Colts are two and a half point favorites. Uh, The Celtics came home after a long West Coast trip and beat the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday, 117-103. Jason Tatum had 42 points in the win. Celtics take on the Warriors at home tonight, uh, Thursday, as we record, 7.30. The Bruins got destroyed on Tuesday night against the Vegas Golden Knights, 4-1. Patrice Bergeron was the lone goal scorer for the Bruins, while Jeremy Swayman had 21 of 25 saves in the loss. He sucks. The Bruins next play the Islanders, as we record, Thursday night. Uh, Speaking of the Bruins, six players have entered COVID protocol. Swayman, Blythe, Blythe, Trent Frederick, uh, Brad Marchand, Chris Smith, <laughs> and Patrice Rock All unavailable
0: Bleed, um, it's pronounced bleed basically
1: Life? Bleed, yeah whatever B-life? Life? Life? Uh, and also listen as we give you Our simplest mind of the week At the end of the show This has been the headlines with of the office
0: Welcome back, you're still slamming something on the table
1: that was me pushing down on the thing. I'm on the arrow.
0: So oh, is that right. on the computer?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we can hear that.
1: Sounds like me fucking your mother's.
0: Oh, she a robot? Um, also, we do back to basics after this next segment, and this segment is the Celtics that you mentioned in the headlines. Uh, I can never they... do
1: anything right by you. I try <laughs> my fucking hardest, and no matter what, you find one little minuscule thing that I did wrong.
0: Standard, driving. Do you know yeah. how
1: hard it is to copy and paste an email and fucking rewrite it? It's very difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I did notice that a little bit. Uh, this big win for the Celtics on uh, Monday versus the Bucks, the champion Bucks. Uh, Here's Raymond's take uh, the producer Ray wrote the email. Uh, These players and coaching staff clearly listened to the noise, the criticism around here. The first play of the game was designed for Brown specifically Tatum to Brown for a corner three pointer, which he made. Uh, And it was mentioned how they don't have chemistry. They don't pass to one another. They can't play with one another. How mad – I'll ask you, Ray, seeing as you asked the question. How mad does it make you feel knowing that these players listen to the quote-unquote noise that the Hate Jays it. cannot play together?
1: Hate it. Hate it. I wish they would shut off social media. Uh, don't listen to 985 or EEI. Don't listen to anything pregame about the Celtics or anything like that. Just ignore the noise. Just play your style of basketball. You don't have to adapt because, oh, they're saying you guys can't play together. You guys don't have many assists together, which you had – bu- or Bill had a beautiful thing about Clay Thompson – and uh, Steph Curry only 279 assists all time. That was and me, then, well, yeah. It was you, I know. I'm sorry, 279 assists all time to each other. So, I mean, everyone's making a big deal that the three assists this year it's not a big deal. These guys are scores, so they're not really facilitating for one another, they're going to the basket the score. So, uh, ignore the noise. Just that's part of the problem with this team, they just they're babies. They're the millennials that just get very aggravated by the noise. And I just wish they'd block it out and just play their style of basketball.
0: Okay. So on the surface, I agree with you. I I think that they are mentally soft and they have been, it's been one of their biggest problems, if not the biggest problem. Um, and a lot of that comes from their age and the way that they've come up in basketball and AAU and, you know, a lot of old heads talking about this right now in the, when it comes to the NBA uh, and this turn of, you know, superstardom as LeBron's and the Curry's kind of cycle their way out. The Tatum's are cycling their way in. And, you know, we thought LeBron was bad. Good God, are these fucking kids sensitive? It is because their phone is their hand and they're looking at Instagram and Twitter and they're seeing all the clips and seeing what bad things people say about them. And they don't actually listen to the show, like the criticism. They just see the headlines and then they get all pissy. In the Bucks game specifically, I don't agree with you. That play was not a... Tatum drowned. That was a Jalen Brown's been out for five weeks. Let's get this guy going. Let's get him the ball. Let's let's get his legs underneath him him
1: to be the guy to give him the pass.
0: Well, sure. And if you you watch that that designed, they both passed each other the ball like 50 fucking times. It actually got a little bit annoying that they were kind of listening to it. But you know what? It was the right place. They were playing the right way, oh, so course. maybe well, the media know how to do it better than these fucking 23-year-olds. So maybe they should be listening to them. Maybe I may <laughs> should be listening to them if they know how to do it because they played at their ceiling against the championship fully, except healthy. for def- Diincenzo, whatever his name is, fully healthy, Bucks right. team, and they owned them. And they owned them. You got to watch that game. It was defensively and offensively, the way that the Celtics played was really, really, really good basketball. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. The offense, the ball was slinging around. People were getting open shots. And that Jalen Brown to Jason Tatum connection, each of them should have had four more assists to each other if either of them could hit a fucking shot. And that's saying a lot because Tatum finished with 42 and Brown had 19, so it's not like they sucked but they missed like every shot they passed to each other and they were all open. So yeah, it was interesting to see how much they focused on that, but fucking good. Ray, they should be, they should be passing to each other, the best players on the team. But to that, you made that point in the beginning, in your opening statement, the Curry to Steph thing. Yeah. Uh, um, Clay Thompson has whatever I said, whatever I sent you. It was
1: like 279. 200
0: something assists in seven years to Steph Curry, which amounts to 0.223 assists per game in their career. Choose and people want to people want to make it the, you know, this, this grandiose ordeal that the Jays can't play together. And I've been telling you now, since the bubble, since I got old and since the underachievement of 2020 and Jason Tatum's lackluster effort in that year, which we can maybe throw out, They're just young. They just don't know how to play the game of basketball the way it should actually be played. They've been relying on their athleticism and God-given skills up until this point, and now they're learning how to play the game. It happens to everybody in the NBA. I went ahead and looked this up. Illegally, very... uh, uh I, I put myself in danger on the highway because I was looking things up, googling it on my phone as I was driving. I was in the car so fucking much. I looked up Anthony decompos time in the league and Steph Curry's time in the league before they actually made it, and what their teams were before. Both of them, both their teams were went from like 13th in the conference, then to sixth, then to like fifth in the conference, and then they finally broke through in year six. In year six. Jalen Brown's just in year five Tatum's year four you just like and you can already see the strides like so I just I don't want to be a green teamer and stop pushing the uh, panic button but you gotta let these guys mature and I think Tatum's done a fantastic job this year of maturing um we'll see if he can if he can take the next step but I I I, the Jays are are the least of your problems on the team trademark is smart trade oh yeah trade Dennis Schroeder we can you know if you want so
1: Now, are you saying everyone except for the Jays is on the on the block
0: I would not trade Horford I think if you want to compete this year like if you actually want to um, make the playoffs and do well People want to throw Horford into all these deals. He's your best low-post defender. Unless you're getting a guy that can play defense in the low-post back, then you better not get rid of Horford because you got nobody else that can do that, and you're going to get smoked. And Bede's going to smoke you, and Tacombo's going to smoke you. All these guys that can play down low are going to fucking crush you. Horford's that guy. I get his money works for a lot of dudes, but I wouldn't – I mean, I'd figure out something else. Josh Richardson makes about the same amount of money as Horford.
1: So Horford and the Jays, untouchable.
0: I mean, Horver's not untouchable, like if you're getting some back. Well, obviously
1: you get something great back, but it, right now.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. look, if you want to go get a third piece, if uh, so the, the Pacers are blowing it up. Miles Turner, uh, Sabonis are out there. I like both of those guys on this team. Uh, put a package around Robert Williams. He's your best young asset. Mm-hmm. Him, two, three first-round picks. Marcus for Smart sure. for the money. And a knee Smith or whatever fodder you want to throw in there as, as, young NBA talent down the bench of the Celtics, that's your deal. And if you can get someone to bite on that, then that's what you, then that's what you should go for. Dennis Schroeder for a team that they think that maybe he can be a starting point guard for them, um, that you could sell someone on that's something too, but Lakers. well, he didn't sign with them. So <laughs> good, good luck to LeBron. Um, you have here, Raymond, that you like Jalen. Jalen looked good, and 42. Um, you liked how they looked on Monday against the Bucs. Mm-hmm. And you asked, what didn't you like? So what, what do you have to say about that?
1: Uh, the, obviously, like you said already, right, the overpassing to one another, trying to make an example of, oh, look at we do get along. We do about make the extra pass. And we're trying to get each other points. That was just a little frustrating. And how they let the Bucks back into the game in the first half. I Mean they were rolling in the first half and then all of a sudden the Bucks just made this giant fucking comeback, and I didn't like that at all.
0: I mean the, the NBA champion, it basketball's a game well, of it's runs.
1: It's NBA as well. Yeah, it's NBA's runs all the time. Yeah. So I guess
0: generally that. you see that first half as a second half for the Celtics. So I you mm-hmm. know, as a whole, I was happy to see them fuck it up in the first half and not the second half. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, no, nah, I mean you know, positive signs. The the trick is with the Celtics, is you gotta do it consistently. Now you got to do a Friday night against the all-time three-point leader in Steph Curry, who threw himself a goddamn parade in Madison Square Garden when he beat that record.
1: He cried like a little bitch. I couldn't believe that. He was crying on the court. It's a three-point record. It's not like you've got the all-time points leader. Three points made. Cool.
0: Do you know what he is in three-point percentage in the list? Seven.
1: Oh, seven. I thought you Do you know, about
0: who's percentage. A, you know who's uh, ahead of him?
1: This is all-time.
0: This is all-time three-point percentage made. So uh, I have two names that are ahead of him. I have the number one overall percentage, and I have one name that's funny.
1: What would you not, uh...
0: No. The f- name that ahead of him that's funny is his brother. Seth oh, Curry Steph. has a Steph. better three-point percentage than Steph. And the number one overall three-point percentage leader in the NBA all-time is Steve Kerr. Oh,
1: coach Steve Kerr.
0: Coach Steve Kerr. So there you go. I have some more stats for you. Uh, Steph Curry started his career averaging eight-point-something threes per game. This year, he's averaging 13 threes a game. Larry Bird averaged 0. .2. So you can just see how far yeah, on He was
1: like an all-time shooter of all like the greatest. He
0: was. If he was in this game today, yeah, I'm, you know... I don't know if I take him over Steph. Steph's the greatest shooter of all time. The, the shit that he does is behind the three is, is absolutely ridiculous. But I've had we've had this take before. and He's ruined the fucking game. Everyone wants to be Steph, and they're not. Everyone wants to be him, and they're not. It's like Michael Jordan ruined the worst era of basketball, the early two thousands. you, dude. Taking post Jordan era, pre Lebron era is the worst era of NBA basketball. Okay, everyone wanted to be like Mike. It's- could be like Mike Allen Iverson wanted to be like Michael Jordan except he was six inches too fucking short and he couldn't be and he shot every goddamn shot in the game and wanted to average 32 but he sucked in that role he sucked in that role and everybody else on every other team wanted to be that guy and no one could do it except for Kobe because he had Shaq
1: good luck closing your eyes tonight because I had fucking red dogs gonna be beaming at your house from Queens Landing <laughs>
0: worst era in NBA basketball history early 2000s nope. the I Allen Iverson era terrible no, disagree Tell disagree. me which one was worse other than the fifties or whatever. Right now, right now is the worst. No, there's three. so much fucking talent in the NBA right
1: now. Yeah. There's talent, but they live and die by three and the ISO ball is infuriating to watch.
0: It's close to early two thousands, but it's not quite, it's not quite. That was so bad. It was so.
1: What was bad. your take? What was the thing you sent us that you fucking hung your hat on the, like the biggest reason why that was the worst. Because USA Basketball is the only time they'd ever gold medal. That
0: was the fourth thing I said. Well, yeah, that team never won a fucking thing. The you were pissing me off that night. The 2004 Olympic team lost. came in third. They got bronze medal at the Olympics. The yeah. only team to never win gold. That tells you all you need to know. Tells you all you need to know. Carmelo Anthony won three gold medals with these players in the NBA. And Allen Iverson got bronze. That tells you all you need to know.
1: Did Allen Iverson all. go?
0: He went to the so yeah. He was on that team. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was like him and Richard Jefferson and um, I think Vince Carter. Wasn't that the year that he dunked over that seven footer?
1: Oh, no, they won gold in that. Oh, that was later. That was like 2010.
0: I don't remember. Either way, whatever year they got bronze was fucking pathetic, and that was the worst era of basketball. Okay uh now i will tell you what you, so wait your your thoughts on the celtics does it give you any hope that the celtics will get better moving forward or you just it's just a wait and see game for them
1: it's a wait and see i mean it's one time like you know how you have that one sex performance that your wife's like wow why can't you do this all the time no honey i'm not oh uh, honey i'm not a fucking machine i can't do this all the time so let's see what the celtics can do
0: i'm just used to uh in and out fast and fury I get hurt and your mother pays me and I go home. That's sometimes it's Venmo, but usually it's cash and that's good. Cause I get a bagel on, on the birthday. way home and then uh, on
1: her birthday, Richard, it's
0: fine. It's fine. Uh, if you're looking for relief, go to back to basics, that's B a K Basics llc.com b-a-k the number two basics llc.com i knew i'm missing something there i'll say it to you again b-a-k the number two basics llc.com for all your cbd remedy needs uh dr tom is your guy he's the one that uh, you want to be talking to with every order you make on back to basics.com you get a free sample you also get a personalized email from dr tom for you guys to talk about your uh cbd remedies whether you want to sleep better whether you want to ail some ailments uh we want to shut up a stupid dog they got it all yeah they got pet products there it's they're genius it's an absolute genius uh solution so head on over to back to basicsllc.com b-a-k the number two basics llc.com uh, for your free sample today okay raymond uh the bruins have covid they uh they all have covid everyone there Everybody, every single one. Say, of them there's a slash COVID.
1: there. It's, it's very small. You can't see it, but there's a slash between Bruin slash COVID.
0: Yeah, I saw it.
1: Okay. Uh, they six. lose.
0: They lost four-one to Vegas with Martian was ruled out. I think fucking twelve like minutes before hour, the game.
1: Yeah, like an hour before <laughs> the game. He was probably dressed, ready to go, and they're like, "Ooh, you got COVID. Get the fuck out."
0: Uh, six more players in health safety protocol. Um, Blythe. Is that how you pronounce it? Bluff. Bluth. Yeah, the likes of Bluth and Blythe uh, are not really, you know, Swayman is the biggest name on that safety protocol. Oh,
1: disagree. Disagree. It's definitely Brad Martian.
0: Yeah, but he'll be out. What? He'll be out soon enough. Like, the, I was talking about the newest names that they that – Oh, newest. I'm sorry. On there. Bad, baby yeah.
1: girl.
0: Um, you know, and the NFL are changing COVID rules, so the NHL should change them soon. But Canada won't.
1: They just changed it
0: did the nhl
1: yeah they're going to a uh, more strict it's uh, you get testing every day now i guess before it wasn't every day it was every third day so it's every day testing uh what the hell was it uh no going out when you go to your hotels there's no going out socializing you can't on road trips go out to dinner anymore you have to stay in your hotel uh damn it there was another thing i think did i write down no
0: um yeah, you got it here. Uh, all teams, personnel required to wear a mask in the facility, oh, virtual it, we'll meetings, do. limited interactions at hotels, arena. So they're going back to a limited bubble approach like they had last year. Which, um, there
1: is breaking news in the NHL. Montreal has just announced that there is no fans allowed in the uh, stadium anymore.
0: Yeah, so we've got a little, little bit of relapse in the COVID world. 130 players in the NHL and health and safety protocol. Um, yeah, I don't know. got I don't know what to say about it anymore. It's like an exhausting topic. I don't know it what to say is, well, about yeah. it anymore. But
1: it's big now. I mean, you got six Bruins. Uh, Calgary had to cancel games or postpone games because their whole oh, – I think they're up to 19 uh, players and staff that have COVID. It's just, it's just getting annoying. It's like, when's this ever going to end?
0: The other thing, that, and not to sound insensitive, I think, you know, the, the, these professional sports went through COVID for going for two seasons ish now you know if you include the back end of night of uh of 20 I, I, well i get there's been some athletes that have been sick Embiid said he was really sick um uh, freeman freddie freeman from the brave said he was, oh, he was really sick die. yeah so th- i guess what i was gonna say is not really uh appropriate i'm just gonna say like a lot of these guys are not getting sick so like what like when's the when's the next step with the COVID thing where it's like, okay, you know, like you do the tests, you get, okay, you tested positive. Let's do a bunch of negative tests. You're asymptomatic. Okay. We think you're okay. Instead of, uh, you know, whatever Shut the is yeah. yeah. Which I guess, you know, clearly we're not there yet. And, you know, I guess we shouldn't be. So that that's fine. And it doesn't, the NHL will be fine. They're, they got a plenty of runway and they can adjust in terms of games played and, and whatever else. The NFL better be careful because you got playoffs around the corner. So they the – they,
1: we, we already discussed this last year. They don't give a fuck. About that's true.
0: Players. They don't give a fuck.
1: They don't give a fuck. I believe the the Browns have a shit ton of uh, COVID outbreak right now because the Raiders are favored on Saturday night.
0: Uh, Yeah, they're head coach and their starting quarterback.
1: And Goodell's like, nope, you guys are playing.
0: To there's name no, a few.
1: There's no –
0: Whatever happened to that fucking threat the NFL made at the beginning of the season that non-vaccinated players who cost their teams a game were going to be basically jail sentenced, by the way. I guess all the I guess most of these guys are vaccinated, so they can't really well. That was that.
1: Goodell being like, watch this. I'm gonna say this because I'm gonna set an example and they're gonna say, Wow, what a great commissioner I am. And then later in the season, I'm just gonna forget I ever said that.
0: That's what yeah. happened. The other thing I'd be interested in to see if these guys are getting sick if they did get vaccinated or not. Like, Embiid, do you think Embiid got vaccinated?
1: Uh, I bet you he did.
0: Maybe. There was a, a
1: lot of those guys got vaccinated because they were getting tired of wearing a mask and getting fucking tested every goddamn day.
0: No, I know. It basically, for, like the NBA said 98% of guys were, were vaccinated. Like, there's not a lot of players in the NBA, 300 or whatever. So, like, that list of unvaccinated was at, like, Kyrie. teens. Yeah. headed by Kyrie. So yeah, I guess Embiid probably did and he still got that sick. So yeah, it's still a fucking scary thing. It sucks. God damn it. It just sucks. It just sucks. But yeah, this is what we're dealing with now. Uh, The Bruins are certainly dealing with it. We'll see what the NHL does. Um, You know, in terms of fairness making the Bruins play that game clearly was affected by COVID whether they would have won or not regardless. I don't know, but they lost two points over it. So that sucks. Um, and then they traveled to Canada. Like you said, if you get, if you test positive in Canada for COVID, you're quarantined in uh, Northern America, Canada state for two weeks. So
1: no poutine luck. for you either. Mm-mm-mm. No poutine. Just, no, no poutine. You just, your, you just sit in your hotel room and fucking watch. Uh, what was that comedy show they had? Kids in the Hall. That was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, that wasn't bad. Good mm-hmm. pull. Uh, all right, Raymond, let's move and end the show on our simplest mind of the week. This one, uh, this week had pretty much one answer and that was it, uh, late. Was it late
1: this morning, early this morning, late early this night.
0: morning, Thursday or late Wednesday night, the midnight firing of Jacksonville Jaguars ex Florida ex Ohio state head coach urban Meyer has finally come to pass on the heels of a Scandalous report from one time uh, free and now free agent, shitty kicker, Josh Lambeau, saying that Urban Meyer uh, cunt punted him in the stretching line one day, told him to make his kicks dip shit on the heels of that and a two and 11 season and just a fucking wrath of stupidity from Urban Meyer. He has been fired by the jacksonville jaguars who still currently owe him something of the likes of 50 million dollars
1: yeah, that's fine <laughs> con has a shit ton of money he'll be he'll write him a check
0: oh no they're they're not gonna pay him 50 million dollars no, what do you
1: think the what do you think the biggest simple-minded thing that he did was
0: oh um uh, staying after a loss uh brown staying in
1: dick ride on by a college girl
0: (laughs) you're the head coach of an nfl football team you can't stay uh... back (laughs) it was like when we would go on road trips on the school bus on basketball (laughs) freezing trips and guys would want to hang out so they could try and bang high school girls at the mcdonald's like no like get on the bus like how are you gonna get home you get get on the bus
1: let's go we gotta go
0: Get the fuck out of here. Urban Meyer. I'm going to stick around. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to travel home after a loss with my team that's paying me $10 million a year. I'm going to stay here so I can get my dick grounded on by some milf at my own bar. Went to his own bar.
1: She she was not a milf. She was a college girl. That was a college town. he was in. Was it? It was just
0: a a gold digger?
1: yeah, it was Ohio State. He was at, like, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, right by the university. And he has a bar there, and it was a college girl. She didn't even know who he was. And then her friends were telling her.
0: Wasn't he wearing an Ohio State sweatshirt? hmm Loser. What a fucking idiot. Uh, the other things. so the latest, a couple of the latest reports, he uh, told his, he was berating his assistant coaches that he had done more than them and what was- What have you done? Making what? them- basically recite their resumes at him to prove that he had done more than them. Oh, oh
1: cool, bro. I won two national championships. Suck a dick. Yeah. Next. That
0: was his answer to everybody. That was his answer to everybody. Yeah, to
1: everybody. You got any of these? yeah fuck you. Go next. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what a piece of shit. Never mind covering up the sexual abuse at Ohio State and uh, recruiting a bunch of murderers at Florida and then bouncing Recipe on each of them Hernandez. and also faking that he had heart conditions so he could get out of that. Fuck that guy. That guy, like if so, karma's real, a bus is going to find that guy like just
1: or hemorrhoids.
0: Severe case of hemorrhoids. Pro- that's pro- that's probably what sent him off on uh, Josh Lambeau. Well, lambo has got to have an axe to grind, though, because he got cut. And he sucked, and he's still unemployed. Did you so, hear like, his
1: comment? Like, he's like, yeah, you know, he called me a dipshit, and he kicked me. And that's the same thigh that I missed 12 games with last season. It's like, you fucking pussy, dude. Come on. Yeah, I listened
0: to his whole interview. Just is, you know. <laughs> he
1: I, sounds like a bitch.
0: Yeah, he, you know, that's, that's not the... Uh, That's not the person I'd put on the stand. That's not the (laughs) witness I'd put on the stand to 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 put the nail in the coffin for Urban Meyer. But thankfully for the Jaguars, that's all they needed to get that guy the fuck out of there. Because you got you had Trevor Lawrence. You got the number one overall pick under the umbrella of this tool bag of this cretin any longer. Like he's just a wasted. Like it's done. He's done. Yeah.
1: Is that a a gig that you would want to go get though?
0: If, I, if you were – so if I was Josh McDaniels, would you go to Jacksonville?
1: Anyone. Any coach, available coach coming up. Would that be a spot you'd want to go to?
0: I don't know. Or I mean, that's
1: a loser franchise, me I mean, a shit city. Yeah, you get Trevor Lawrence, but he didn't look all that great this year.
0: I was – I have been down on Trevor Lawrence because I think that he is – like the NBA and AAU kid that has been kind of handed things handed a lot of things to him and um, probably needs a good, good really sound coaching to be, to live up to his draft potential in the NFL um, is Josh, like a guy like Josh McDaniels, that guy maybe, but does the structure of Jacksonville give that to him? Probably not. So no, I probably not. Cause I would imagine Trevor Lawrence f- forces his way out of there as soon as he can. So
1: doesn't sign the next deal after his rookie deal.
0: Yeah, so, because, I don't know. CEO. Yeah, you know, Jacksonville's not an appealing place, no matter what. It
1: needs to relocate. They need to do some serious relocation in the NFL.
0: Maybe Germany. Kraft is over there. Good job. Maybe Germany. Go over to Berlin. Is that a German accent? Sounds British. Yeah, this has been a semi-sports show. Friday headlines, December 17th. Uh, we birthday will see...
1: Irene. You say December 17th, today. happy birthday, Irene.
0: This has been Friday headlines, December 17th. We will see you on Sunday, Sunday for early lines. And allow me to end the show saying happy, happy birthday, Irene.
1: Happy birthday, Mom. Bye-bye. Hello? Can you hear me? Richard? Yeah, hold on. No, you can hear me. Fuck you, you cunt. Why didn't you say something? I said hold on. Oh, it's you all along. Zoom just sent me like 12 messages saying everything's fucked up, and I said,
0: cool. So it was was you.
1: That's what I just said. It was you. Yes.
0: God damn it. I went through all my shit. It
1: was me. If you can't hear me or whatever, it's me. Well,
0: I unplugged something and then I could hear you, so I thought it was me. And then I went through the whole thing.
1: My apologies, I guess. Actually, no. Fuck that. It's not my fault. It's Zoom's fault. Fuck Zoom.
0: Yeah, fuck Zoom. How you doing, Raymond?
1: It's been one of those days, Richard. Yourself? Yeah. Yeah, same. I bought $20 worth of McDonald's today for lunch. Mm. Yeah, that's how, that's how my day was.
0: Whew. I have uh, I've been doing a lot of traveling, as you know, these last two weeks for work and on the road trying to be as efficient as possible. Um, I do a lot of the uh, drive through situation. Mm. Mm. I haven't eaten that much drive through in a long time, and it's Sometimes not good great. for me. No. It's not good for me. <laughs>
1: it's not good for any human. It's not.
0: It has the reverse effect on me from shitting, though. Like, Can I can't I, I say I've been something backed up. Really? Yeah. Doesn't that was make- what I was just
1: going to say, because as soon as that goes, like, if anyone's ever constipated, you just go to McDonald's or Taco Bell and boom, flushes no, you out.
0: No, it, ge- it backs me. It's really? like the opposite wow. of a regular diet or something, I guess. I mean, my stomach hurts. I'm constantly in pain. <laughs> regular
1: diet. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Rich. Good one.
0: I'm constantly in pain and just feel sluggish and shitty, but I, I'm not like full on diarrhea mode that I normally am in. <laughs> Maybe it's because it makes me feel so bad I don't drink as much beer. Maybe it's the beer that just makes me shit my pants.
1: No, it's the anger. We already figured this out.
0: That's true. That's true. I have been staying away from from the uh, from the angry pods too.
1: <laughs> Social media. All staying off shit. Twitter.
0: Haven't yeah. watched uh, Man in the Arena. Just been staying away from the negative stuff lately.
1: Smart move. Smart
0: move. However, the holidays are coming, I'll be on the road uh, traveling and seeing family and in laws. So I plan to shit my brains out. <laughs>
1: that a boy. Drink, 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 drink.
0: Just fucking rage.
1: Where's Rich? Well, he's angry. He's backed up from eating fast food. He'll be shitting for the next two hours if you need anything.
0: <laughs> my new Twitter name is going to be Hops and Rage.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Could be a superhero or a villain, super villain.
1: Yeah, Bill's going to hate that. Bill
0: won't like that at all. <laughs> Bill doesn't like anything. Maybe that's why I'm in a better mood now, because I know that we can do the show without Bill. Uh, this is a classic uh, two-man show with uh, Dr. Big Mac and uh, Ramblin' Rich, as I, I haven't had uh, fast food in a couple days, two days, since I've been off the road. And I feel fine, but I was drinking beer this afternoon. Um, so getting, like it's rubbing. Yeah, so... <laughs>
1: Ariba <laughs> desk